Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another special edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, November 20th. November 16, 2016. On today's show, I'll be talking with the beautiful actress, Ashley Park. Ashley is a native of Little Rock, Arkansas. She currently holds the crown as Miss Asia USA, and she was also Miss Korea USA. After a brief stint on the soap opera Days of Our Lives, she has starred in several feature films like Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. She just finished filming Terror Tales. And she even starred on Broadway in such musicals as The King and I, Mamma Mia, Cinderella, Miss Saigon, The Sound of Music, Jekyll and Hyde, just to name a few. She also has a web series called Last Life, which is in the second season. And you can uh, check her out on uh, the Fox hit drama Rosewood because she just recently joined the cast. Please welcome my special guest. The versatile and beautiful Ashley Park. Hi, Tammy. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Um, great, great. Uh, thank you uh, for taking the time out of your schedule. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I wanted to start off by saying, you know, I had interviewed quite a number of celebrities, but never a pageant winner. So I'm very excited to have you on the show. Oh, thank you so much. That's fun. It's always a fun thing to talk about. Yes. Let's go back to the uh, very beginning, you know, you growing up in Little Rock. When did you know you wanted to become an actress? Uh, You know, when I was really little, I think it's something I always wanted to do. I feel like it's one of those childhood dreams that a lot of kids have. And I watched My Fair Lady. I think that for some reason that always sticks in my mind because I watched it over and over and over again. And I loved Audrey Hepburn. I was completely obsessed with her and the film. And I just loved imitating her. And I was obsessed with Disney princess movies. So I I think that's something I always knew I wanted to do, but from a very young age, I actually got caught up in athletics and being a very, very competitive person, I trained really hard and just uh, put athletics, uh, my running career above anything else. And once my running career was over, I went right back to where I started. So it's kind of a a circle that was uh, really fun. Now, your your first acting role, was it uh, right into the soap opera, or was it uh, something, do you start it on Broadway as your first acting gig? You know, actually, um, there's another Ashley Park, who is actually the one who does Broadway. Okay. Uh, she is the one on the East Coast. I actually haven't done Broadway or theater, but I my first role, I believe, was... Uh, a parody short film called Street Fighter High. It was a popular viral video, and they did a couple of those, and then I did Days of Our Lives. So Days of Our Lives was right there toward the beginning. Now, I know that, you know, being in this business, that 
some of the roles that they have now uh, doesn't come easy because some of the roles require you to have a certain look or you have to be a certain mm-hmm. type. Um, being an Asian American, how do you avoid being typecast? Sure. Well, I think it's it's really possible to get typecast no matter what, and. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because sometimes that's your bread and butter as an actor and you can have a lot of fun playing the same types of roles over and over again. But of course, every actor and actress would like to stretch their legs and be able to do a variety of things. So I've been very fortunate in that I haven't really been put into a box. I I don't tend to allow that because I I really like to do a little bit of everything. So I've been able to do quite a few different things, and there's so much more that I want to do. So I like to uh, kind of look toward the horizon and see all the possibilities, especially now. I think the tides are turning in Hollywood, and we're starting to see a lot more diversity on television and in movies. And being half Asian and half Caucasian, actually, I'm kind of in a totally different category that um, many people might not think about. So even for full Asian roles, I've had struggles even mm-hmm. going for roles such as those. So I'm I'm kind of in a unique category, which um, has sort of been a blessing and a curse, but for the most part I'm really grateful for it, and I'm just really excited to see um, what comes. Now you have, um, you know, you you are you were crowned uh, Miss Asia USA, and and you were Miss Korea USA. Mm-hmm. How did you get into pageantry? Was that something you wanted to do? Was that something to kind of help your career career along? Was it suggested mm-hmm. to you? How did that come about? Yes, I was actually recruited for it. I had no interest in pageantry. I didn't really know anything about it. I had. Um, been asked to do Miss Arkansas for the Miss America pageant, but I refused it at the time because I was running cross-country and track in college. But it's funny how it another, it's kind of a little uh, circle once again because I was recruited by a former Mrs. Asia USA, which is a part of the same circuit. We have Miss Teen Asia USA, Miss Asia USA, and then Mrs. Asia USA. So Uh, She thought I would be a good contestant for the pageant, and I was quite hesitant at the beginning. I've always been an athlete. Um, Heels, especially six-inch heels, have never been a forte of mine, and so I was really nervous about it, but I worked very hard, and I was fortunate enough to win the title, and it's it's really been a Cinderella experience. Wow, I can imagine. (laughs) I can really imagine. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, and today I'm talking with uh, actress Ashley Park. Uh, she is uh, best known uh, for her role in the uh, the show. Uh, uh, she has did some uh, soap opera, Days of Our Lives. She also had uh, did a movie called Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. Uh, she's also did uh, Terra Tales, which is happened to be coming out soon. Is that correct? Yeah, so I actually have quite a few films slated to come out not too long from now. I think that Terra Tales, I want to say that they're pretty close to being done filming, if not completely done. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are probably in post-production at the moment. And I think it's supposed to come out early next year sometime. 
Wow. Now you talk about um other projects. Uh mm-hmm. uh you know, you are you say you wanted to do more writing, you want to do some more producing. What other new projects or uh, future plans are you working on? Sure. Well, I have like I just mentioned, uh there's Rogue Warrior Robot Fighter that's going to be coming out and released fairly soon, I believe. I was fortunate enough to see it at the L.A. premiere not too long ago, and I think fans will really love it. I have a web series coming out soon called Bad Sex with Good People with former Cheetah Girls Keely Williams and Sabrina Bryan, and we also did a web series called March Moms, which is already on YouTube, so this is just a totally different project, but from the same team called Scene Girls TV, and that should be out fairly soon. There's Last Life, which season two is airing every Friday on YouTube. And then as for producing, I did produce a couple of projects this year, um, which will be going into post-production. And then as for writing, it's not really, uh, screenwriting is not really uh, one of my strong suits, but I have a degree in journalism, so it's definitely something that I've done a lot of. And I'm also in school right now. I'm getting my MBA. So I have quite a few things going on at once. I was going to say, wow, you got so much going on, your, your, your web series, your your acting roles, you're going to school full-time. When do you have time for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. You know, I, I actually really love being busy. I get so much pleasure in uh, just working hard. It's something that I actually really, really enjoy. So um, it has, it's has it been a very busy year. There hasn't been a lot of downtime, but I'm going to be heading back to Arkansas for the holidays soon to recharge, and I think that will be really nice. Oh, that sounds nice. Do you mm-hmm. find that um, it, do, working on web series, is it, is it, are there, do you find it easier to do than when you do a regular acting role? Have you had, any challenges that you didn't expect when you were doing these web series? What kind of challenges have you had? Actually, I think I find web series to be pretty much the same. They're uh, just... They're just shorter episodes, basically. So with a film, you've got, you know, one continuous story that just happens all at once and you don't take any breaks, and TV shows tend to be longer. But with web seri- with a web series, they're just basically little tiny uh, episodes. So, for example, Last Life, I believe, is around maybe seven to nine minutes per episode, and then uh, Bad Sex with Good People will probably be something similar. So it, what's challenging about it is fitting really interesting stories into such a short period of time because all of a sudden the episode's over. And I know a lot of the fans for Last Life, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's so short, you know, but – What's great about Last Life, it is it is a supernatural web series, so they do such a great job, the producers and writers do a great job of uh, putting little twists and cliffhangers in there to keep everyone coming back for more each week. Now, speaking of Last Life, for those who haven't seen it, you you talked about that it's a supernatural uh, series. Could you tell the listeners, or for those who haven't seen it, what what's the basics, the basis of the whole show? What is it all about? Mm-hmm. Well, it's really about 
the main character is played by Kathy DiStefano, and she her name is Sloan. She was previously in she's lived many many lives basically and she finally made a big mistake and she's come down to her last life and so this is basically um, a modern day twist on the story of Adam and Eve and Lilith and Summit Summit Samael if I could actually say that (laughs) Um, and you'll see that it really just puts a modern twist on that entire legend and it's a really cool thing that they've done alicia barnett is the dp and also one of the producers on the project it's a female team behind the entire thing and they do such a great job of making it really really interesting and really cool to watch wow now that's amazing that it's all women working behind the scenes putting it all together what do you say to uh, a young woman coming up who wants to do this kind of thing? What do you say to her in, in in regards to wanting to get in this kind of business or even wanting to start her own web series? Sure. Well, I, I'm definitely the person who's going to say that you should never let anyone tell you that there's anything you can't do. I believe that everyone can put or can do anything that they put their minds to. So, Being a big believer in that, I think that I would tell any young woman or any woman, really, to just go for it. I don't see any reason why um, anyone can't do exactly what they want to do with their lives. And I've been fortunate enough, especially the past couple of years, to see a lot of my dreams coming true. And I had to work really, really hard to get there, and I intend to continue working hard to get to where I want to be. So I'm definitely a big believer in going for your dreams. Now, Ashley, I know that uh, when I I heard that you was going to be, are you are you are you going to be a part of the cast, join the cast, or are you just doing a guest appearance on the hit Fox show Rosewood? Yes, I am making an appearance, and it actually airs tomorrow. Now, I I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Morris Chestnut. How did this mm-hmm. role come about? Well, I just auditioned for it, and it worked out. Um, that's yeah. Well, that's a pretty much the entire story. <laughs> um, it's now, such a great cast and crew. They're really, really fun to work with. It's such a great, such a great team. Now, without giving us too much uh, information, because I know you can't tell say, say so much, but what what is? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the character that you're going to be portraying tomorrow night? Oh, goodness, I can't. I really can't because there isn't I, – I really can't think of anything that I could possibly say that wouldn't give anything away. Wow, <laughs> Luckily, wow. it airs tomorrow, so mm. people won't have to wait too long. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give, and today I'm talking with actress and uh, Miss. Asia USA, Ashley Park. Uh, Ashley is an actress who's uh, been first uh, gotten onto the scene doing uh, in soap operas. She also has uh, working on web series. One of the web series in particular, uh, Last Life, which is in uh, the second season. Uh, you can see it streaming online, and she's also going to be uh, a have a guest role on the hit. 
Fox show, Rosewood. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, Ashley, um, I know that um, that when it comes to uh, roles and everything, uh, have there ever came? Have you ever came across something that you're saying, mm, I don't know if I can do this kind of role? Was there ever a time in your life where there was a role that you didn't like and that you had just had to pass it pass it through? Oh, definitely. Sure. Unfortunately, I think that, yes, there's quite a few times where I've had scripts passed to me or roles passed to me where I uh, just didn't see it as a fit for me. And I feel like I wish that there are many times throughout my career that I would have said no a few more times because when you first start out, you are kind of told quite often that by teachers and coaches that you should take as many things as you can to get the experience. But actually, I'm really a believer in quality over quantity. And so I definitely have reached a point now where I'm a a little bit more careful with what I choose to do and try to take things that I think I actually really feel passionate about. Now, I know that... uh uh, with web series and, and live shows, uh, musicals are becoming very popular, and I know that a lot of shows are doing reboots, and uh, uh, even mm-hmm. uh, Disney is doing a, a reboot of some of their uh, musicals as well. Is that something you would mind dabbling in as far as a, an upcoming web series? Are you into musical, into music? Is that something you would think about doing? Absolutely. I would love to. I love to sing. I'm a huge fan of Disney. I think that somewhere in a past life I was meant to be a Disney princess because I seem to live in that world in my head. So (laughs) I would absolutely love it. It would be a dream come true to do anything Disney-related, and I absolutely adore musicals. I love to sing, so it's definitely something I'm interested in. And uh, have you thought about... um maybe even do, uh, recording some music? Have you thought about putting out an, an, an album out? No, I haven't because I don't really consider myself to be a singer or a musician. It's more of something that I would love to do in combination with acting. So I don't think that I would quite have the chops to release an album or create my own music. It's not really in my wheelhouse, but if I if I could... I would do it because I envy singers and I love music, but I don't think it's quite within my wheelhouse. Wow. Well, you know what, Ashley, I am so happy that you were able to come on the show today and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Um, For all your fans, uh, where can they, again, let the listeners know where they can see your uh, web series again and also, uh, you know, if if um oh another question I wanted to ask you is that um tomorrow night when you're gonna um come on Rosewood, will you be doing a live tweet tomorrow night? I actually hadn't really thought about it, but um I guess maybe not live, but if anyone tweets me, I'm really good at responding pretty quickly. So, um, sure, if anyone wants to tweet me, I'm down for it. It's at Park, and same thing with Instagram is at Park. And uh, in terms of Last Life, Bad Sex with Good People, they'll both be on YouTube. Last Life is via uh, Puma Squad Productions, and then 
Bad Sex with Good People is through Seeing Girls TV. And then everyone can keep up with what I'm doing on IMDb as well because things tend to be announced pretty quickly um, on IMDb. And uh, also, Ashley, is there a um, a uh, can we follow the show Last Life on Twitter? If it's for those who want to follow it, what's the Twitter handle for that? Definitely, I believe it's just at Last Life Series. Okay, all right. And also, um, uh, you also have a website as well. Um, for those uh, who want to know if you have a website, uh, can you let them know what your website is? Sure, it's just theashleypark.com. All right. Well, Ashley, I want to thank you again so much for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to come talk with us today. And, again, for everyone who uh, wants to follow Ashley on Twitter and Instagram, just go to XOAshley.com. Uh, Park, and uh, also check out her website, theashleypark.com. You can also uh, follow her uh, web series, Last Life, on Twitter at Last Life Series. Thank you again, Ashley, for uh, coming on the show to get today. It's been a, such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Tammy. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the versatile and the beautiful Ashley Park. Again, make sure you check her out tomorrow night as she makes a guest appearance on the hit Fox show Rosewood, which also stars Mars Chestnut. That's tomorrow night, Thursday, November 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Also, make sure you check out her Supernatural web series, Last Life. It's in its second season. It's, uh, you can also stream it online on YouTube. Uh, there's a new episode released each week, but I think it's coming down to the last couple of episodes, so make sure you check it out. Also, you can follow Ashley on Twitter and Instagram at XOAshleyPark, and check out her website at theashleypark.com. Right now we have here uh, 21 minutes after the hour. I'm going to go ahead and take a commercial break, and I'll be back with some of the entertainment stories for the week. Don't go anywhere. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. Fifteen million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is able to help provide over three billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at FeedingAmerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, 
and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Right now we have here 24 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I was uh, just talking with the actress and uh, Miss Asia USA, Ashley Park. Uh, Ashley uh comes from Little Rock, Arkansas. She uh, currently holds the crown as Miss Asia USA. She was also Miss Korea USA. She had did a brief stint on the soap opera Days of Our Lives. Uh, she had been featured in a film called Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. Uh, she's still um, doing another film called Terra Tales, which she is uh, almost wrapping up. And uh, she is also uh, has a web series called Last Life, which is in the second season, and she just uh, joined the cast of the Fox hit drama Rosewood, where she will be appearing as a guest star tomorrow night, that's uh, Thursday, November 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. So make sure you check her out there. Uh, also, if you want to check out more of uh, Ashley, make sure you go to and uh, check her out on Twitter and Instagram at XO Ashley Park. Also, uh, if you want to check out her website, go to the ashleypark.com and check out her Supernatural web series. It's called Last Life. It's in the second season. You can stream it online. Uh, there's a new episode each week, but I think it's just about winding down now. Uh, you can check it out there, and you can also follow the show on Twitter at Last Life Series. Uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't do a show last week, you know, just uh, – over a week ago, we just had the uh, general election, and uh, Trump uh, became the presidential nominee. He, uh, the president-elect, I should say. Um, for those, you know, I was before, uh, the, the week the week before that I had did a show, and I was encouraging people, especially the young people, to vote because this was a very important election. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, I was a little disappointed. I was really a little disappointed, and uh, I couldn't do a show. Um, I really thought that uh, Hillary had it, she had it, but uh, apparently when the numbers came in, a lot of people didn't vote. A lot of young people didn't vote. A lot of African Americans didn't vote. Uh, I was really surprised. I was really surprised at the uh, outcome. Um, for those young people, and especially um, the African-American community, um, I'm African-American, and I cannot tell you how important it is to vote because our people went through so much to have the right to vote. And when I heard that a lot of the young people didn't vote, it, it I... I I almost lost it because I I can't believe that because they felt that it wasn't important enough to vote that or they felt that it didn't make a difference. I was really surprised, but you know that's neither here or there. Uh, Donald Trump is now the president elect. There's nothing really we can do about it. There has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. So uh, anyway. Um, 
I also wanted to talk about uh, this week's stories of in entertainment. Uh, uh, congratulations to Dwayne the Rod Johnson. He just been uh, selected as the as people's sexiest man alive for 2016. I'll be uh, giving you the latest scoop on that. Uh, also this week, I'm going to be talking about. Carrie Fisher, um, for all you Star Wars fans, including myself, she has written a memoir, a tell-all memoir, about uh, a secret affair that she had with one of her cast members. I'll tell you who that is, uh, who that was. And um, also, uh, Brooke Shields is making a return uh, to... uh, I guess she's going to be returning to television. She's going to be uh she has a pivotal role on the hit Fox show Screen Queens. I'll tell you the latest about that. And also the this rumors about uh Little Wayne uh signing to Rock Nation. Uh remember he was having some problems with his old label Cash Money with uh with Birdman. Well, um, there's rumors that he secretly signed to Rock Nation, and uh, I'll give you the latest scoop. Also, uh, the nominees for the 2017 People's Choice Awards have been revealed, and uh, Prince Estate is suing uh, Jay-Z for streaming uh, his music on Tidal. So uh, that's coming up in the next half hour. Um, Also... uh, uh, if you are just tuning in for the first time, uh, you just, you're listening to uh, That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Uh, every now and then I do a few celebrity interviews. If you like the show, you want to know more about the show, if you're into entertainment, you follow celebrities, or you just want to know what's going on as far as your favorite movie or your television show that you like, Click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. Also, follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, again, we have here 29 minutes after the hour. I'm going to take a music break, and uh, when we come back, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment stories of the week. So don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Again, if you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. Also, uh, if you aren't a registered listener, make sure you go to www.blogtalkradio.com, register as a listener. It is free. And also, if you cannot catch the show live, you can always uh, catch the show on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's also another website where you can listen to over 60,000-plus radio shows and podcasts. Just click in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box, and that way you'll be able to listen to the other uh, shows, past shows as well. You can also check out the show on iTunes for free. Just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio, and you can also hear the show on our Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. I post the show there as well as some of the stories that I do cover on the show and some of the stories that I didn't get around to. Again, so like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. All right, now we have here 24 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. Uh, again, congratulations. Before I went to the music break, I was telling you about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Congratulations to him. He has been added as the sexiest man, according to People Magazine, the sexiest man alive for 2016. Uh, the WWE pro turn actor graces the cover of uh, People's latest issue. He follows in the footsteps of David Beckham, Chris Helmsworth, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, George Clooney, Matt Damon, Harrison Ford, and many more. It marks the first time in 20 years a non-white star gets the title. Denzel Washington was the first black actor to receive the title back in 1996. Uh, Dwayne also said that, um, and he said a quote on uh, Instagram. He said, quote, remember, sexy isn't something you try and be. Sexy happens naturally when you're comfortable just being yourself. 
Trust me, I'm an expert at this, unquote. Uh, In his cover story, The Rock jokes that he's going to use the title to his advantage the next time his wife, who loves to tease him, decides to have a go at him. He also, get this, handed at running for president someday. He said, quote, I used to say it jokingly, but every time I was asked, it was a real genuine interest. Could I make a difference? Could I surround myself with really brilliant people to help me make decisions? Do I care about this country? And when the answer continued to come up, yes, then I thought there's a good chance. Yes, one day, unquote. I would vote for him. I mean, if Donald Trump can do it, I know he can do it. And, you know, he's not the only celebrity that's thinking about running for president in uh, uh, 2020. Uh, Chris Rock has shown some interest. Waka Flocka, Kanye West. I mean, everybody's just coming out of the woodwork. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump, uh, you know, he has a lot of competition (laughs) Uh, if he gets reelected or if he makes it through the next four years. Uh, Katie Holmes is moving on with Kiefer Sutherland. The Dawson Creek alum is now rumored uh, to be hooking up with the designated Survivor star following her painful breakup with Jamie Foxx, with whom she allegedly had an uh, an on-and-off romance for years. OK Magazine reported that Holmes was first attracted to Sutherland when they were working together in the 2012 film Phone Booth. However, she was dating Chris Klein at the time, while Sutherland was in a relationship with Canadian actress Catherine Bison. Now, neither Holmes nor Sutherland has responded to the rumor. The 37-year-old beauty has been reported dating Fox for quite some time now, but they never said anything about being more than just friends. And Carrie Fisher opened up about a secret past affair with her Star Wars co-star Harrison Ford and her tell-all memoir. The actress, who's now 60-year-old, recalls in her tell-all memoir about having self-doubt. She said that she used to look at Harrison Ford. Uh, She used to just look at his face. He said that he had a a hero face and that she was asking herself, how could she... uh, how could you ask such a shiny specimen of a band to be satisfied with the likes of her? Uh, she was very young at the time, and, uh, you know, she said that it was uh, Princess Leia and Han Solo during the week, but then it was Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford on the weekend. She said it was very ten- uh, the affair was very tense. Um, she said... Um, that uh, Ford, Harrison Ford, seduced her in Tunisia while she was drunk. And their first night together, they didn't really impress. Uh, it, she wasn't really impressed by him at the, at first, but she forgave him because he really was handsome. Fisher uh, hoped he would propose with her, propose to her with a gold band with the a diamond inscribed Harrison, but their fling came to an end after they wrapped up filming. Ford, who was married back then, returned to his wife Mary and their two sons, although his marriage later fell apart. And despite their illicit affair, Fisher insisted his divorce happened for a reason for a reason that she said had nothing to do with her um, whatsoever. Meanwhile, her co-star, who reportedly received the book's draft in advance, didn't respond to the press request for comment. So, and people are saying, well, you know what, why did Carrie Fisher 
decided now to come out with this. Um, because, you know, the last Star Wars uh, movie, uh, they were in the movie, and, uh, you know, uh, for, you know, she and, and, I mean, there was, you could tell, I, I, me personally, you can tell there was some kind of chemistry just by, you know, in in the movie Empire Strike Back, you really could tell that they were really into that role, and so much so, I think that it didn't even look like acting. That's my personal opinion. Um, Empire Strike Back was one of my favorites out of all the uh, Star Wars uh, series, but. Um, yeah, she came out with this tell-all memoir, and um, she she said that the you know she was very young. Their their affair was very tense, and um, she thought she was going to be Mrs. Harrison Ford. And, but isn't that the case with a lot of uh, people who have an affair and think that? Uh, you know that the person might leave that person to be with them, and you know they will be the the next Mister or Mrs. It's always like that. Um, Matt Damien will uh, make a cameo appearance in Ocean Eight. The Linus, the no, no, the Linus Codwell, Codwell of the original Ocean Eleven trilogy himself have revealed that he has a role in the upcoming all-female-driven reboot to be led by Oscar-winning actress Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, and Anne Hathaway. As Ocean 8 is said to take place in the same universe as the original movie, it is safe to say that Damien won't be the only familiar face to show up in the Gary Ross-directed movie. Additionally, rumor has been swirling that Bullock will play the sister of George Clooney, Danny Ocean, making him the next original cast member to possibly appear in the upcoming remake. Ocean 8 is currently filming right here in New York City. The movie will arrive in theaters on June 8, 2018. And playing the other crew members of the titular these are Sarah Paulson, Helena Bonham Carter, Mindy Kaling, and Rihanna. And Beauty and the Beast uh, 2017, the first trailer, get this, has set a new record for the most viewed trailer. Disney announced that the first trailer, which arrived on Monday, November 14, was watched online 127.6 million times in the first 24 hours. It surpassed previous two records sets by Fifty Shades Darker and Star Wars The Force Awakens trailers. The trailer for the follow-up to Fifty Shades of Grey was viewed 114 million times in its first day, while the trailer for the Daisy Ridley-led movie had 112 million views. Beauty and the Beast is set for a March 17, 2017 release in theaters. It also starred Emma Watson as Belle and Dan Stevens as the Cursed Prince. Other cast members include Luke Evans, Josh Gad, Kevin Kline, Emma Thompson, Ian McKellen, Ewan McGregor, and Stanley Tucci. And the nominations for the 2017 People Choice Awards were unveiled on Tuesday, November 15. In the TV field, such hit series as The Walking Dead, The Big Bang Theory, Outlander, and Grey's Anatomy are dominating the list, joined by Netflix breakout series Stranger Things. They're all vying for the top prize of favorite TV show. The Walking Dead lands two other nominations in the cable sci-fi fantasy show category and in the sci-fi fantasy actor category for its lead 
lead actor Andrew Lincoln. Outlander is once again pitted against Stranger Things for favorite premium sci-fi fantasy show title. Also battling it out is Games of Thrones, Marvel's Luke Cage, and Westworld. Grey's Anatomy bagged a total of five nominations, including favorite network TV drama, favorite dramatic TV actress for Ellen Pompeo, and favorite dramatic TV actor for Jesse Williams and Justin Chambers. Also vying for the favorite network TV drama goes to uh, uh, they have uh, Chicago Fire as one of the nominees, Empire, How to Get Away with Murder, and Quantico. And The Big Bang Theory, meanwhile, is nominated for Favorite Network TV Comedy alongside Blackish, Jane the Virgin, Modern Family, and New Girl. The show lead star Jim Parson and Kaylee Coco are additionally up for Favorite Comedy TV Actor and Favorite Comedy TV Actress. Some of the freshman series which joined the race at the PCAs through favorite new TV drama categories include Bull, The Exorcist, Lethal Weapon, MacGyver, and This Is Us. The PCA will also honor fan favorites in movie, music, and digital categories. Fans can vote for the winner via PeopleChoice.com, Facebook, or Facebook Messenger. The ceremony will air live on CBS from Los Angeles Microsoft Theater on January 18, 2017. A host and a performer will be announced at a later date. And Brooke Shields... Uh, has landed a pivotal role on Screen Queens. The actress model will guest star in the episode of the Fox anthology series slated to air on December 13. The 51-year-old beauty, who is best known for her role in The Blue Lagoon and Endless Love, will play Dr. Scarlett Loving, a television doctor in the vine of Dr. Oz, who happened to be a fan of the, the Chanel's. Now, some famous stars have appeared in both seasons of Screen Queens. In the first season, Ariana Grande starred as Chanel No. 2, and Nick Jonas appeared as Boone Clemens. Uh, in season 2, it was Colton Hayes. Uh, he plays the role of Tyler. Uh, Haynes, I'm sorry. And Screen Queens airs Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. on Fox. And the Kardashians are continuing to expand their empire on the E! channel with a new reality show featuring Khloe Kardashian. The youngest of the Kardashian sisters is getting a new show titled Revenge Body with Khloe Kardashian. It's slated to premiere on Thursday, January 12th at 8 p.m. on E! Now, according to the E! News, the 32 year old reality TV star will help fans change lives and take them on a transformational and motivational journey to get healthy and build confidence on her new series. It apparently inspired by her own struggles with body image issues. Each hour-long episode, contestants will get the chance of reinventing themselves from the inside out with the help of Chloe and top fitness and nutrition experts. Chloe will personally get to know each participant participants and offer some motivational words as a struggle in getting too real. Before the January premiere, E! offers a half-hour preview special of the eight-episode series on Wednesday, November 23rd at 9 p.m. And the, t- the TV nominees for the upcoming Critic Choice Awards are announced. The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, lead the pack this year with six nominations. Game of Thrones, The Night Manager, and Unbreakable Kimmy Smith follow with five nods each. Network-wise, HBO dominated all all the other small screen platforms with a total of 22 nominations. ABC and Netflix are tied in second place with 14. And FX trail close behind with 12 nominations thanks to the multiple nod by the People vs. O.J. Simpson. 
and besides awarding the best in TV, the critics recognize that the best in feature film, the nominations will be revealed on December 1st, and winners for both categories will be revealed on Sunday, December 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central during a live show air on A&E, and it will be held live in Santa Monica, California. Frank Ocean gave a rare interview with the New York Times. He confirmed that he did not submit any of his new albums for the Grammys and explained why. Noting that only a few black people ever won albums of the year, he said he snubbed the organization as a protest. Frank Ocean is not the only one calling out the Recording Academy. Kanye West had also been outspoken about the lack of diversity in the Grammy Awards. Early this uh, this year, the rapper threatened to bulk boycott the organization. And Prince Estate is suing Jay-Z for illegally streaming the late singer music. Prince record label MPG Records, Inc. and MPG Music filed a federal lawsuit alleging copyright infringement against Jay-Z Rock Nation and its streaming service title. Now, according to the suit filed on Tuesday, Rock Nation had overstepped an agreement Prince signed with title before his death. The agreement allowed Tidal to stream and sell the new, the next newly recorded studio LP, Hit and Run Phase 1, by the recording artist known as Prince. Tidal owns exclusive rights to the material for 90 days since the agreement was signed on August 1, 2015. The suit also states that Rock Nation, through Tidal, beginning from June 7, 2016, exploited many copyright Prince worked in, in addition to the work that comprised the Hit and Run Phase One album, and things only got worse when uh, Jay Z's company filed documents in Carver County District Court in November, asserting that it had both an oral and written agreement to exclusively stream Prince's entire catalog of music on title, but it, it did not. He didn't. They didn't provide any documents to support the claim. And according to the complaint, Rock Nation continued to reproduce, distribute, and publicly perform Prince music. Prince record label demand that Rock Nation and Tidal stop streaming and selling the late singer music other than, the again, the hit and run phase one. Uh, they are seeking unspecified damages, and a representative for Jay-Z and Rock Nation have not responded to the request for, uh, for this uh, claim. And again, the nomination for the 2017 People Choice Awards has been revealed. In the music field, Drake lead the pack with five nods, while Rihanna followed behind with four nods. Drizzy and Riri are nominated for favorite male artists and favorite female artists, respectively. Drizzy is pitted against Blake Shelton, Justin Timberlake, Shawn Mendes, and The Weeknd in the favorite male artist category. As for Riri, she is set to battle against Adele, Ariana Grande, Beyonce, and Britney Spears for the favorite female artist title. The Hotline Bling hitmaker is also set to battle Riri for the favorite R&B artist and favorite album. Two of the 30-year-old singers hit One Dance featuring Kyla and Kid, as well as his duet with the We Found Love hitmaker, they are nominated for favorite song alongside Justin, Can't Stop the Feeling, Megan Trainers, No, and Zayn Malik, Pillow Talk. And there's a bunch of uh, fellow A-list musicians that trail behind Drake and Riri with three nominations each. Uh, in addition to the female favorite artists, Beyonce is up for favorite R&B artist against Usher and The Weeknd, and the favorite album against Blake and Ariana. Blake is additionally nominated for favorite male country album. 
or favorite country artists, rather. Fans can vote for their favorite via, via peoplechoice.com, Facebook, or Facebook messengers. Winner is in the, all fields, including movie, TVs, and others, and it will be announced during the ceremony, which is airing live on CBS from Los Angeles Microsoft Theater on January 18, 2017. And uh, just in time for the holidays, speaking of Rihanna, she's getting ready to release a limited edition vinyl box set collecting all of her eight studio albums. The set will include a 15 LP, a 186-page hardcover book, which will compile of large prints of the various CD booklets from each album and signed vinyl slip mat. Music of the Sun, A Girl Like Me, Good Girl Gone Bad, Rated R, Loud, Unapologetic, and Anti will all be pressed in double vinyl, except the album Talk That Talk. The set is due out on December 16th, and get this, fans can buy it for $300. So if you're a diehard fan, you'll feel that it's worth every penny. (laughs) And the hooligans have had uh, better prepare for uh, Bruno Mars' highly anticipated tour in 2017. Uh, Through his Instagram page, Bruno Mars announced his third world tour, 24K Magic World Tour, and unveiled a massive 85-date touring schedule across two continents. The tour kicks off in Belgium on March 28th, and it will travel around Europe until June 15th in Milan. Mars began the North American tour on July 15th at Las Vegas T-Mobile Arena before hitting many cities across the U.S. and Canada. The closing party will be held in Los Angeles with a four-night stand at the Forum on November 7th through the 11th. Tickets for all shows will go on sale on Monday, November 21st. However, fans who have pre-ordered his album, 24K Magic, will get access to the pre-sale tour tickets. Mars will release his new album on November 18th. He teased his fans by releasing the single 24K Magic and its video back on October 6th. He also debuted another new song, Versace on the Floor, on November 4th. Bruno Mars previously headlined two massive world tours in 2010 and 2014. His first world tour, the Doo-Wops and Hooligan Tour, covered four continents and earned around $25 million, while his 2014 world tour, Moonshine Jungle Tour, earned a whopping $137 million. And Lil Wayne sparked some rumors that he secretly is signing to Rock Nation. The rapper who gave a shout-out to Jay-Z Entertainment Company, previously named Rockefeller during his set at Tyler, the creator's Camp Flog Noir concert over the weekend. 2 Chain, who also worked closely with Weezy, later fueled the speculation with a photo of the mirror rapper with the Rockefeller Triangle. This is not the first time Weezy had hinted that he's signing to Rock Nation. While performing at Oakland Summer Jam back in 2015, he declared he had just signed a deal with his idol Jay-Z. However, it turned out he was referring to his contract with Tidal. Back in 2004, Jay-Z tried to sign Weezy to Rockefeller Records. Uh, at the time, Lil Wayne declined the offer, which was only for 175000 and re-signed with Birdman Cash Money and got his own label, Young Money, out of the deal. And making her debut in the music industry, Grace Vonderwall is about to release Perfectly Imperfect. 
the EP on December 2nd. The 12-year-old singer recently announced the exciting news on Twitter. The EP will be available for pre-order this Friday, November 18th, and it comes with the tween's early original song, I Don't Know My Name, which she performed on her on America's Got Talent Season 11 audition. A spokesperson from Columbia Records said that the full track listing for the EP would be released on Friday. Along with the debut project news, Vanderwall shared a documentary video called Perfectly Imperfect, which gives a glimpse of her music journey. Grace Vanderwall went viral after playing a ukulele and singing her self-written song at the AGT audition. Her audition video had amassed more than 100 million views on YouTube, and after winning America Got Talent Season 11, Vanderwall signed a contract with Columbia Records and Seco Music, whose boss is Simon Cowell, dubbed her the next Taylor Swift on the show. Right now we have here two minutes left remaining in the show. I'd like to thank my special guest, the actress and Miss U, uh, Miss Asia USA, Ashley Park, for coming on the show today. Make sure you check her out tomorrow night as she makes a guest appearance on the hit Fox drama, Rosewood. That's going to be airing tomorrow night, November 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. And also make sure you uh, check her out. Uh, check out her supernatural web series called Last Life. On uh, It's in the second season. Uh, on YouTube. I also follow Ashley on the Instagram and Twitter at XO Ashley Park. Check her out, her website, theashleypark.com. And also check out the web series on Twitter at Last Live Series. I also want to again t- thank Ashley Park, her publicist, Ashley Davies, and RadioGuestList.com for making this interview possible. Until next time, tune in next week until we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.